0: The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Happy Friday, everyone. It is Friday, September 7th, week two of the Texas high school football season. I am your substitute teacher here at Texas football today, Matt Stepp, and I will be carried in this one-hour episode by Ishmael Johnson, the managing editor of Texas Coach Magazine, Texas Basketball Magazine, and a guy who makes me look like a competent writer each and every week. Ish, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Your previews are great, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I try. You give me too much credit. I, I I'm sorry. <laughs> and over there is the man who always makes us look good, the one and only Max Thompson. That's me. I hey, make Max. everyone look good. You do, you do. <laughs> Damn. And you it. look you look great yourself. You're very looking very handsome in your yeah, your, ma- your, your jacket. mask
1: is gone too so you, you don't
0: have to yeah, I don't, have to, wear my yeah. band- I don't yeah. have to wear my
2: bandit mask anymore to avoid germ boy Yeah, the
0: arsenal fans over here me and Ish are just look, giving you side eye with your uh, yeah. liverpool jacket well, that's on that's
2: fine you belong over there where the germs were mm.
0: it's uh, episode <laughs> yeah. 616 of texas football today 617 oh 617 the number yeah. of games the orioles have lost this year <laughs> 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 it has been a rough year for my baltimore orioles <laughs> it's been bad. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's been really
2: bad. R- give, or, give or take. Yeah, that's a few.
0: So uh, we're going to do a Friday mailbag we today. We are. We're going to uh, do Friday So send your questions in on Facebook. If uh, I can get
2: Facebook to work. Oh, no. Oh, I know. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Well, the stream is working, I assume, but I can't get Facebook to open on I am my, looking uh, at it, so the stream is up. Okay. So. Yeah, I wasn't worried really, but eh, you never
0: know. Ish, uh, mm-hmm. we, we got football games tonight. Where are you headed tonight?
1: I'll be at La Vega and Argyle. Ooh. That should be a fun one. Rematch. Yeah. State championship rematch. Two years uh, ago. Yep. Argyle looked really good last week. Came out, uh, ten, I believe they won by 10 over Stevenville. Yeah. And one versus three matchup. Yeah. Still, and yeah. this week's a, another one versus three with our, in our ranking. Yeah, I think, I think I we think moved La Vega. La Vega moved up. Up. And so if Argyle... Argo can make a really big statement. I mean, they're number one, so like they could just absolutely prove it if they come away with two top five wins in the first two weeks.
0: I don't think anyone will have the wins in week two over Stephenville and La Vega to match up with Argo. Uh, that resume will look pretty strong.
1: And looking at their schedule, I think their only other tough team is Melissa, I think, on the Yeah, schedule. Melissa, Salina. Salina. is Salina, yeah. the end of the season, too. Yeah. But, I mean, this is, man, that's a, that's a great uh, jump start for them if they get they get this win tonight.
0: Yeah. And then I will be at Clark Field and Plano for the Plano Wildcats. Taking on El Paso Eastwood. There you go. El- El- Julio on. Lopez's squad's making the trip to uh, Plano to uh, take on the Wildcats. Like it. So it'll be, it'll be good. Now, Max, so before we do Friday Mailbag, yes, sir. we've got some business to attend we to, We do right?
2: have some business to attend to, sir. We have uh, our, mis- our first Week 1 Mr. Texas All Football right. Player of the Week award to hand out. Uh, over 150,000 votes cast. Wow. Uh, and your winner. You, you guys want to give me? You, you
0: tallied them all, right? You said I did. Uh, I yeah. was
2: I was up till about four in the morning, just mm-hmm. one by one tallying them all uh, with chicken <laughs> scratch. Uh, <laughs> your winner for the week one, Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week award. Can I get a drum roll over here? All right. Producing on the fly. Wolfers Friendship quarterback Austin Phillips, who had a ridiculous, ridiculous game last week. Uh, and they got a big one tonight. This is kind of uh, an intriguing uh, game tonight. Six Mr. Steph. A versus a four A. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How many It'll
0: yards did he Austin Phillips throw for last like week again?
2: A million, basically, okay. give or take. I believe he was. I believe he was the one that threw for like five hundred and eighty some yards or something like that. Yeah,
1: six oh nine, according to.
0: Yeah, the Lubbock Avalanche yeah. Journal said six oh nine. Is that all? X, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it. No big deal.
1: By the way, seventy four percent completion.
2: Yeah. I mean Yeah he yeah. wasn't Dude It was wasn't Yeah It's not like a 50% night Yeah Right He was, yeah. uh, he was on target And a fascinating matchup tonight Because uh, Friendship has Phillips And uh, Wichita Falls Hershey has Mr. Foster Markway Foster Markway yeah. Foster Ooh. At running back That's uh, That's gonna be a good one And then We have another Award to give out Yes We have the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week For week one And the winner Is Ah uh, Let's see You guys got this You got this Pascal, defensive coordinator, Alton Weidman. All right, Coach uh, Weidman. In the five-zip shutout that they pitched last week, the baseball yes. game. Yeah. Yes, uh, Weidman
0: had a, had a two-out double for two RBIs, yeah. and they hit a three-run homer yeah. later in the game. Uh,
2: very nicely done uh, by Pascal this weekend. And like you said, nice to get the uh, win out of the way for Pascal. Yeah, first game for Coach Chris yeah. James.
0: It came over from Crowley, yeah. and they uh, got in the win column in the first game of the year. So uh, congrats to the uh, Panthers. Not too
2: bad. Not too bad. All right. I'm almost got Facebook working right, now. So right. give me one second here and okay. uh I'll actually get some questions thrown your way okay. here in a second.
0: I'll I guess I'll talk about my game I was at last night. I was yep. at uh, the star, uh f- pre game meal at Connie Rosso. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent.
2: That's the way to be. Still
1: never been to the star. Still haven't uh, been my trip over yet. Well, I, eventually. If we can get
0: Max to give us to uh, the star. The star. Yeah. <laughs> the first me and Max Max and I went to the uh opening the f- they had a quadruple header on a Saturday the first time we right. opened. Yeah. And we went and, and a nice, it's a, It's a. It was very convenient to be there last night because of the rain. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the twelve thousand seat indoor stadium, and it's actually really nice for like a big playoff game because you mm. get like eight or nine thousand people in there and it gets loud. Sure, sure. Uh, the Colony and First. I'll tell you what, Frisco Reedy. I, I talked about this on Twitter and in our Slack chat. Frisco Reedy, they have a chance. They have a chance to go ten and zero and run the table here yeah. in five A Division two. Chad Cole's got a good ball club. They broke through in year two, go eight and three in their first second varsity season. They've got a lot of guys back. They are big and physical. Okay. And I think in 5A Division two, which is really wide open, mm-hmm. uh, I think Reedy can make a little noise. Keep an eye on the Reedy Lions. Nice win over the – the Colony's a good team as well. Nice 33-24 win over them last night. It was I like,
1: always take your recommendations pretty – Pretty solidly. Like every time you come away with a team, like they pass the eye test. I'm like, all right, Steph says they pass the eye test, so I'm taking that. I tell
0: you, Reedy's, and you know, Frisco ISD's got a few Thursday games, so, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, might be a chance to go check them out uh, at the Star or at uh, Toyota Stadium or go to the actual high school football stadium they have in Frisco, Memorial Stadium, which is actually the only place in Frisco that actually serves press box food. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, and get your hot dog or nacho on in Memorial Stadium. So, yeah. That was where I was at last night.
2: I do have bad news guys. Uh-oh.
0: Is the mailbag not working? No, the
2: mailbag's working fine, but someone not in this studio has infiltrated <laughs> our comment section. Oh no. And says, "Don't you guys miss the usual host of this show? I think he is charming and definitely not me." We, we I didn't. just I just want to point out that he can't he can't even he can't. He, he no. can't I told him not to, right. and he can't help himself. He, no, he has no. to
1: just turn it on and watch. Our
0: our fearless leader Greg Tepper, who is <sighs> Ailing from Bubonic Plague. By the way, yeah. should I, I should mention that
1: Max barred me from the studio like this whole week. Yeah. Because he – I thought yeah. you were pissed off at Tepper for something. No, uh, no, no, no. I thought he made Matt, you mad. Like, I was like – yesterday, I was like – because Greg was in. He looked fine. Like, he looked better than he did. He looked a lot looking. better yesterday yeah. than he did. But Tuesday, uh, he looked like death warmed right. over. He looked awful Tuesday. <laughs> so, Sorry, Greg. Uh, I but I you came looked in, terrible. I came in, saw Greg, and I was like, oh, Max, am I on? He's like, no. No. Like, he's, he's go like, away. He's you are not in the studio.
0: Well, kudos to Max for, you know – you know, braving the uh, germ fest that we had in here with Tepper and his. I illness. remain
2: deeply underpaid.
0: Yes, but <laughs> the the Dave Campbell's uh, towel around your face looked it was nice. Yeah, nice I, branding opportunity. I already have
2: my buddy Sean Burnett down in Manville. He's already disappointed. The desperado look is gone. Well, <laughs> the you know, Dave Campbell's desperado that it I may was. come back if yeah. uh, the sickness spread to yes. anybody else. Yes. All right, so let's kick it off. I know I warned step about this uh ahead of time, but Todd Gleaton was here yesterday. he's a regular viewer of the show, and he kind of his big question was not necessarily specific, just kind of what the heck's going on at John Tyler
0: yeah, so uh John Tyler lost uh, week one fifty seven to seven to Cedar Hill, and that is not a good look for the Lions um first off, Cedar Hill's a lot better this mm-hmm. year, second year under Carlos Lynn. they've got their quarterback situation, I think with Shane Lawrence under control. Uh, new, new offensive coordinator. I think they're 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 going to be a lot better. So that's the first. Could thing. be the rebound year for Cedar Hill. Definitely yeah. going to be a rebound, re, retrenching year for Cedar Hill. Um, John Tyler. I think you know, the quarter their quarterback got hurt early in the game, and I think it kind of snowballed on them last week a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, their quarterback went out. They were on the road in Cedar Hill, and I think it just kind of went from bad. They were already down when uh, Woods I think went down with the ankle injury. They were down I think twenty one nothing. And I think it just kind of snowballed on him once Woods went out of the game. Now, now I think John Tyler's going to have Woods is going to have to play well for John Tyler to uh, to be effective. When John Tyler's got elite teams, they get great quarterback play. They've got the guys around them. They're going to have to get that quarterback situation and, and get their quarterback to uh, to step up and make some good make some plays. Um, and I think you know. They just got they, they ended the year on a bad note and just kind of started out the same this this year. I think they they just need to get a win, right, and feel good about themselves and kind of get it back on the right track because they ended the year so bad last year. They've got a chance on Saturday night. I will be there in Tyler at uh, Rose Stadium to watch uh, the their little rival not a little rivalry their rivalry game against Tyler Lee Saturday night. Um, so it's a, it'll be a, if they can win that game, I think they'll they'll feel a lot better about themselves and I think they can kind of carry that on into the season. But they lose to Lee and they're 0 and two. I was gonna say the it's, it's yeah, yeah, they could be they're they're staring 0 and four in the face and yeah. boy it it will it could get a little ugly in, on the north side of Tyler. So I, I really think they need to win this week just to kinda get back get get some good vibes going again. They, oh, exactly. they, there's just a lot of bad bad juju around the program right yeah, now. I think they right. just need to win to feel good about
2: themselves. Fair enough. All right. Clint Gould, our buddy down in Wimberley, says he's currently cleaning doves. And p- and getting ready to wrap them with bacon, cream cheese, and jalapenos for tomorrow night. A, <laughs> send us great, right? <laughs> B, where the hell's mine? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> what what are you doing for me here? I mean, I'm look. I already knew Clint was was good. He's solid with us. Yeah. This is just not. <laughs> that's not very nice. No, it's not. It's just Where's it's bragging? Yeah. Gloating. We we could get a grill here. Why isn't he up here grilling with us? Yeah. I'm we could just... have a
1: segment right here. The grill could be right there in the middle of the frame. We've got oh, a lot of room in
0: here. We could, I mean, oh, I w- we have so much more room in here. Yeah, lots yeah. of room for activities, and one of those activities yeah. could be grilling <laughs> brisket, sausage. I mean, that's what can I'm just,
1: saying. Okay. We, have an entire, we could have an entire segment where it's just eating. Yeah. yeah? Just us eating stuff. Anyway,
2: question. I mean, whatever. <laughs>
1: All right. Get back to football, I
0: guess. All right.
2: Matt, I'm going to pronounce his last name wrong, I'm sure, and I won't be the first one. I'm going to go with Reniki. What do y'all think of Port Lavaca Calhoun this year?
0: So the Sand Crabs, I think got a good break with realignment. They're not having to play Richmond Foster and Angleton right. and, and all those guys. They're they're, they're in a southern real, they're in a southern district alignment again. The split division helps them a lot cuz they're a smaller 5A program. They're going to score points. The slot T is the devil. They're going to score points. <laughs> they're they're going to be a hard team to prepare for and I, I think I think they've got that the district they're in, which is a consists. You know, Cal Allen's the favorite, right? No question about that. But after that, it gets it's pretty wide open. Mm-hmm. Gregory Portland, uh, you know, Somerset, Floristsville, yeah. Southside. Um, I, can I think pick any uh, of those other teams two through four. Yeah, I, I think calhoun has got a great shot to, to finish second and, and have a good you know eight and two, seven and three type season, and then you get into the playoffs. 5A Division II, Region 4 is pretty wide open. You get the right draw, they can go two or three deep for sure. I still think Cal Allen, Brenham, even though Brenham got hammered by Magnolia West open the season, I think they'll get it together. I think those are still the two, the two favorites, but you know, Calhoun could easily be playing after Thanksgiving, I think.
1: Sure.
2: All right. That's a good answer. Our man Jacob John down in uh, San Antonio. Two-part question. All right. Would they have waited longer to cancel the Smithson Valley-Hendrickson game if it was on a Friday, not a Thursday, school night? Two- what is the craziest weather game you have ever covered?
0: Ooh! Uh, yes, they uh, would have waited longer. I think if it was on a Friday night, they would have waited another hour or so. Yeah, the Thursday night game. Right, Smithson Valley's got to go back home. It's a little bit of a drive.
1: I know some schools uh,
0: down in Central Texas,
1: I believe. Manitou Tech, my alma mater. Their their game with Eastside Memorials rescheduled for two
0: p.m. today. Hey, they're getting it in. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. In the rain, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna is that keep an eye on the weather tonight. We're gonna have a lot of weather issues probably. I think most of the games like last night will get played. Right. Um, but I think uh, there may be some lightning delays, that kind of thing. So, all you
2: newspaper writers on deadline, I'm sorry. Yeah. Pray for you. Uh, Good
0: luck. And then the second part of the question, I've already forgotten
2: it. Big weather. Craziest oh, yeah. weather you oh, yeah. have ever encountered at covering a game.
0: So, for me, it was four or five years ago. Um, it was the, the second round of the playoffs. We had a, an ice storm hit North Texas. Oh. Oh. And um, my now, this at the time, my daughters weren't in school there. But at, this, at the time, uh, now my daughter's high school, Keller Fossa Ridge, played San Angelo Central at Shotwell Stadium in the second round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it was a – I drove to Abilene. I skated to Abilene basically <laughs> in my truck. Put it in neutral. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the field Shotwell Stadium looked like an ice skating rink. Really? I mean, it, the, the field was there was a sheet of ice on the field. Um, and They played, yeah. um, and I sat in. And, and if you've in, if you've ever been to Shotwell Stadium, it is an old stadium. Their press box does not have central heat, and the kick at temperature at the kick at kickoff was twenty eight degrees. <sighs> And me and Quentin Martinez, who at the time, worked for the San Angelo paper. He now works in the court for the Corpus Caller Times. I went to Academy the night before uh, and bought those hand warmer things. And we were sitting oh, in the press perfect. box. Quentin's computer froze; his keys froze. But I had my, my computer was a little warmer. The fan wasn't working that great, That's so it warmed good. up, and I was warming my hands. I'd have to ha- keep my hands in the hand warmer and then type during yeah. the game, and it was—it oh, was brutally cold. That's and then miserable. I, and then I'm an idiot. I went to Midland later that night and watched uh, Friendship play Del v- El Paso Del Valle in a snowstorm at Grande Communication oh, Stadium. God. So you're, you yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on my lunch break and I'm doing. No, this, I know, so I, <laughs> know. I know. You know, I'm sorry. Ish-
2: Ishmael, what about you?
1: Uh, I don't think I, as far as the game I'm personally covering, I haven't had the haven't bad, had to deal but, with big weather. Yeah, I. But I do remember. Uh, it was my first year at the Daily Record like in San Marcos. Joe Vazzelli was the beat writer, and he was in—he was in Illinois, Champaign, Illinois. Texas State was playing, and I usually how it worked was Saturdays. I stay at the office, and he—you know—he covers the game, and he sends it back to me so I can put the uh, paper out to press. And they had a four, three or four-hour rain delay there. And keep in mind, we have a very strict press on Saturday, mm-hmm. and so like it's basically. Joe sending me like shrugging emojis, like uh, I don't know when they're gonna <laughs> yeah. start. And I'm like, dude, we got a d and so uh the game finished I believe around nine or ten and I'm like pleading with the press. Like come like you don't understand. Like we like this game is getting they might beat Illinois they didn't, <laughs> yeah. but uh it they was might close. Be. It was close. Yeah. And um yeah, and so I had to make sure that the paper got in and I'm like arguing with Joe I'm like Joe, you gotta send this in right now. But uh yeah, I haven't personally haven't encountered any uh major storms or big weather as far as games i'm personally covering it's usually like that kind of situation where a game's delayed and i'm kind of waiting on a story yeah, so yeah.
2: I believe for me it was the 2009 regional final between lake travis and alamo heights i'm at bobcat stadium in san marcus mm-hmm. why yeah. didn't they play that
0: game with the alamo dome
2: i don't know well because lake travis never loses in the alamo dome that's oh, why okay now so, so yeah no. yeah uh it is 28 degrees outside I'm in the press box, right? Mm-hmm. I'm one of the lucky few watching everyone freeze down there. <laughs> nah. The AC was broken and stuck Oh, on. I heard that story. Me <laughs> and Lauren Chan of the San Antonio Express News are sitting underneath air conditioning vents. And are, I can't feel my fingers. Yeah. And like... I can't be mad either, right? Because, like, I'm still doing better than the people in the stands. Uh-huh. Like, it's 28 degrees down there, but I'm up here bundled up, like, trying it's to type. Like 40 in
0: the press box. Right. Yeah, it's right? like
2: 44 in the press box. So I have no room to complain. But at the same time, it's awful. Yes. Just horrible. And then the second close, you know what? The second close runner-up was, that was uh, two years ago, Alan San Angelo at San oh, Angelo. Oh, yeah. There's it's the- fine the first half and then... Just a deluge yeah. like I could oh. not sprint from the field to the press box by the time I got to the press box, I was drenched.
0: Yeah, that, that was a big big yeah. rainstorm that game, and you know yeah. talks to folks in San Angelo and they think that doesn't rain. they got a shot to win that game. They got I, a shot. I, I think Cal, Cal Vincent it. getting yeah. hurt probably Cal had Vincent a was a probably more. the yeah, I yeah. would
2: agree that was probably the bigger issue, but anyway, All times. right there's our big weather stories. Uh, tune in next week to <laughs> San Meteor- Angelo Dave Campbell's, and, Dave Campbell's, Dave Campbell's yeah. Texas Meteorology. Tanner Wilson asks, "Most unique tailgate food slash recipe you have ever encountered? I mean, anything can be weird at a tailgate, right? you yeah. yeah. just bring it.
0: I'll tell you this, man. Go to go cover a game in the Rio Grande Valley, oh. and man, hey. I, I don't know if it's weird, but I will take some carne asada tacos <laughs> right, and right, pollo right. and everything in between. Yeah, so. I don't know.
1: What, I don't know what constitutes as weird tailgate food. I don't
0: either." Maybe the but, guy uh, Wimberly who had the dove. You could, you <laughs> know,
1: that could, that, that just sounds good. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I don't. Mean, yeah, that's uh, weird tailgate. Like, is it like stuff out of the ordinary for like just tailgate, or is it weird food in general? I
2: mean, I assume this is sort of like along the lines of you know, are you are you at LSU eating gator? Yeah, you know, I, I because, will say right, you right. know. So yeah.
0: Dehanus has a tradition of. They play all their home games on Saturday nights. Uh-huh. It's one of the more, more unique traditions in Texas high school football. I went down there to cover a game four years ago, and I do remember a guy having deer sausage, and he said that he killed the deer like yesterday. Yeah, it's like yesterday. This deer is like <laughs> drinking water in the River <laughs> he gave or you something. Story and then, too. No, but I'm I'm imagining okay. it. You know, I'm like oh, those guys. Okay. You know, Bambi's out here <laughs> yesterday, and then he's like, there he is. Mm. In the room. So he had deer sausage. I did not partake because yeah, yeah. I was walking into the into the. Into the stadium, but deer sausage probably from a deer that was killed yesterday.
2: Right. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. (laughs) Corey Hogue, our, uh, our main man out in Wichita Falls, asks, which team has lost a player due to injury that has changed your outlook of that team's playoff chances? Hmm. Got to start with legacy, right? I was about right? to say, yeah. that might be the number one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, they, they were a state title contender.
0: Yeah, they looked good yesterday. Um, you know, they they, they they beat Crowley. Crowley's not a bad team, but Crowley's not a state title contender. either. Sure. Love, you, love you, JJ. Uh, new head coach at Crowley, JJ Resendez. But I don't think Crowley's ready to be compete for a state title sure. yet. Uh, I don't. He's the only one that I know of so right far now, yeah. that that's a title contender that's lost a, a major player for the year. Yeah, I, mean, I know Allen's running back got hurt, but I don't mm-hmm. think he's done for the year. Or anything, right. So
1: and it. I mean, it's after week one, so I mean, we'll see. Obviously, yeah, like yeah. last last year with Max Sexton at Cedar Park, that kind of changed
0: things. Oh yeah, um, changed them a lot. But yeah. I mean,
1: still, I mean, Jalen Catalan's a big one. Jalen Catalin, I mean, he was one. He
0: was our five A cover boy in the magazine, and one of the best two two way players in the state. Definitely, you know, him going down is a huge loss. You know,
1: hopefully, Legacy has enough talent to scrap something together because they're, they're, they they're not a, they weren't riding everything on him. But he was just that he was big he part was, of it. He, was that, right, he was He that, was their he leader. Was
0: pl- he was that player that took them to that next level. So. Yep. And, boy, 5A Region 2, Division 1. Luf- yeah. With how Lufkin looked and Highland yeah. Park, it's a tough road. It's going to be tough. So yeah. hope- we're hoping that no one else loses anybody that's a time. Right, exactly. Oh, we we'll see we all want teams everyone. At their best. It's yes. always the
2: most depressing thing in the world when we hear it this early, especially. Yeah, right? no doubt. Um, John Riley asked, what about them Mark Panthers. I, I don't know. They're, what about me? Awesome. They're, they're the defending state champs, <laughs> yeah. and we have them to win the, this this one this they're year too. Be so, yeah,
0: I, I, it will be a big surprise if they don't win the state title in two A Division two. Right. Just going to put that out there, yeah. and, and that says something after losing uh, Jace Terry that They still Newton, have so much talent coming. Yes, back. other than Newton, they are probably the biggest, the, the most. You know the favorite, and and they're you know I put money on them. Aside from Newton, probably. absolutely.
1: Yeah. I don't know anybody else in two A that has the running back tandem that they have. I don't know anybody else that has the defense that they. have. It's going to be. It's new it's, quarterback looked good
0: last week it too. Looked really Starting, good. Yeah, first varsity start, he looked good
1: so yeah. far. There's no reason to expect that they're not going to make a state title yeah. run.
2: Yeah. All right, Michael Williams out in East Texas asked a couple of East Texas matchups: Van versus Gilmer, Nacogdoches versus Lefkin. Who y'all got?
0: Uh, I'll start. Uh. I think Van Gilmer's interesting. Both of them – both those teams rotated quarterbacks last week. Um, You know, based on pedigree, you got to go with Gilmer. Sure. And I think Gilmer got the better win. Going to Atlanta, that's a good Atlanta team. I I don't think any differently of Atlanta losing to Gilmer by six at home. Um, So, you know, Van beat Alvarado. Alvarado's okay. They're fine. They're not an elite team. They're a – Solid program. They're solid. They're You know, they're probably going to go six and four or seven and four or something like that. But I think there's more questions about Van. I think Gilmer – you know, Brand Webb, that running game. I think I think they'll find a way to uh, to get past Van. It'll be competitive for a while. But I think Gilmer pulls away in that one. Lufkin Nacogdoches. It's a rivalry game. You know, when Nacogdoches beats they they beat Lufkin like two years in a row there for a while, and it was pretty crazy. But you know, nice win for Nacogdoches last week over Kilgore. That sure. was a really nice win. But man, Lufkin look. I'm I was so impressed with Lufkin last week. You know, crazy things happen Especially in a with quarterback in, But I'll personally be surprised if that game is within three touchdowns. Yeah.
1: Do we know if uh Kawan Thomas is back for Lufkin or not? Or? I haven't heard. I mean man. still because their backup looked fantastic last week. Another week under him, maybe mm-hmm. he gets more comfortable. I just see that yeah, I see Lufkin is too good and Gilmer as well. I'm going with the
0: legacy. I, I, think, uh, I think I think I know I heard Carl Williams is probably gonna sit one more week and then probably play next week, but mm-hmm. for Left the Arkansas committed D tackle.
2: Yeah. All right. Okay. Our man, Clint Gould, actually has a question instead of taunting us with food. I just <laughs> got to give him one more time. Now he wants to know what you think about Wimberley versus Giddings. And I think that's really intriguing, especially Ooh. after what Giddings did last week.
0: So if you uh, listen to Teppin' Step, which you should have, <laughs> because if you're not a subscriber, you should subscribe and listen Shameless to Shameless plug. Let's go. We talked about Wimberley, Gil- Wimberley and Giddings on the uh, show. Um, that was my hipster game of the week. So if you're looking for an under-the-radar type game, Wimberley and Giddings is the hipster game. You know, for me – I've still got questions about Wimberley, um, just the youth. Sure. Um, they beat Burnett last week, but Burnett wasn't very – I think Burnett's much improved, but I don't think Burnett's a great team, and they beat Burnett by six. So I've got some questions still, and I think a lot of them will get answered against Giddings this week. I think Giddings – Wade Griffin's good coach. Yeah. And Giddings always has talent, and they're, they're going to be – that'll be a tough environment for them to go into Giddings and beat Giddings. So – after, um,
1: especially for Giddings coming off the Rockdale win, like, yeah, that's a huge win for them. Yeah,
0: I'm going to lean to Wimberley slightly in this game, but it's it's going to be close. And I would not be surprised if Giddings gets the win.
1: That's fair. Um, I have similar questions about Wimberley. They were such a senior heavy team yeah, last year. JoJo Weeks so much was such talent. a good player, exactly. And uh, Ian Burnett at tackle, like, there's so much so much senior talent. I mean, there was a reason why, you know, late in the year we were like they can make state, like yeah, they, they 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 can make a state they run made that strong run in the semis. Yeah, they only got stopped by West Orange Stark, like. Uh, no shame yeah, there. I was about to say um, and so yeah it's going to be a big test for them and yeah don't be surprised because Giddings is riding high that Rockdale win could send them what's I think comment. it's going
0: to be a physical ball game right? I think it's going to yeah. be a low scoring physical type game
2: I think it's still a prove it week for Giddings I'm going with Wimberley on that yeah. one Yeah, well, all three of us picked Wimberley yeah. Yeah. I well. mean,
1: big shocker Wimberley might be okay like, <laughs> they might yeah, be fine
2: right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not too worried they've been pretty good for a while now yeah. uh, Miguel Pena asks how did the Angleton Wildcats look this season
0: they're young. They look yeah. good to open the season. Uh, I don't know who off the top of my house I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tradition like any other. Matt Steph looking up who Angleton plays as. Nah, you got
2: to. That's how you fill in for Tepper. That's doing yes. a great job right there. Uh,
0: Clearbrook. So you know that that's a good test for Angleton. They they, they rolled last week, but this competition is going to be a little tougher this week. Lupe Flores and the Clearbrook Brook Wolverines are one and zero. So I think we're we're going to learn a lot more about the young Angleton Wildcats this week. I think Jason Britton's a really good coach. You know he. He could have had a head coaching job at a couple other places, and he chose to stick around Angleton, and, uh, you know, he, he's going to do a good job there. But I think this week we're going to learn a lot more about Angleton
2: going forward this week. Nice. Uh, thoughts on the Monaghan's-Andrews game tonight? Hey, there's a clash of styles for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, now, I previewed this game in our uh, our week two mega preview, so please, if you want my full thoughts on the <laughs> game, uh, go to the mega preview and check that out. Um, it's on the front page of texasfootball.com. Need those clicks. Um, Monahan's were they they Clint's a lot better, but Monahan's should drill Clint, and they needed some funny stuff to happen last week to beat Clint. I think they they got an interception return and a kickoff return for a touchdown to beat mm. Clint by a point. Yeah, Andrews nearly took down Lubbock Cooper, Cooper, who is a 5A district title contender. So. Man, I think that Monahan's secondary is going to be in for a workout this week. Man, I think I think Andrews is going to is going to take them this week. I, I really think the Mustangs' offense is going to be a little too much for a Monahan's team that's young and still trying to find themselves. Yeah, if you know Andrews, you know they're going to put up points.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so. We're, uh,
0: we're we're leaning to Andrews, but check out the preview for the full yeah. thoughts
2: on that game. I know, uh, obviously, the, the, you have this in the preview too, and Tepper made his tick. Te- Tepper's going with Argyle on this one, but you're going to be there-ish. Argyle versus La Vega. Who you guys got?
1: Yeah, we were talking about this before the show. Mm-hmm. Um, or actually, no, during the show. A little bit was it the beginning? The yeah, yeah a little beginning. bit in the beginning. Did you pick it at the beginning? I can't remember. Well, we didn't, we pick, didn't pick it. 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 We are just kind okay. of discussing it. Right. And we going to be tonight. Okay. Uh, it's hard to find a team that has a tougher, really, in all of the state, not really just in uh, their classification, but who has a tougher back-to-back than Argyle with uh, La Vega this week and then last week, um uh, Stevenville. And coming away with Stevenville hosting La Vega, I mean, rematch of the state title game, like, if they come away with those back-to-back wins like that, they're going to have a while before they face their next test in Melissa right. and then I think Salina at the end. I mean, it's going to be a fun one. I'm really excited to see this one.
0: I think the key here is is Vega It's a diff- completely different style from what Stephenville did. against right. that Argyle pressing ten one style defense. Right. You know, LaVega's going to line up and they're going to run the football. Mm-hmm. And they are going to run right at Argyle. And, they're, you know, it's going to be a matter of can they either break some big plays or, or you know, can, can they break enough big plays. So I don't think they'll be able to sustain drives against Argyle. Because sure. that aggressive style of defense that Argyle plays, it's going to result in some negative plays, some two-yard gains, that kind of thing. It's going to be a matter of how quick LaVega can pop a couple of big plays and kind of put Argyle behind the eight ball. I think Argyle's going to score points. It's just what they do. Yeah. I think if LaVega's defense can – La Vega's defense, if they can control Argyle, if Argyle jumps out 14 nothing, it would be real tough for La Vega to come out. So the yep. first quarter is going to tell us a lot about yeah. this game. Now, the right. weather may I was work about in La favor. literally just about to say, yeah, yeah Maybe the weather be.
2: could help. Maybe. it's a good question. Could be. Um, I'll
0: lean to Argyle. My pick is Argyle. Fair enough.
2: Fair enough. I think we're all kind of leaning that way, which just means all the Pirate fans are going to be in our yeah. inboxes on Monday. Um, Joseph Oliveris. Our man down uh, in the Waco area is like, hey, what, who you guys got in Temple versus Mexico? Man, I ain't even going to try. Come on. I'm mm. sure Temple's probably going to win by a lot. Yeah, it's I'm not even going to pretend we know anything about that, the team yeah. from Mexico. We it's just it. like when teams come from Oklahoma. I don't know anything yeah. about them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if if
0: MexicoFootball.com pops up, maybe we can ask their analysts. <laughs> yeah, better. right. Anyway. So, yeah, Temple sh- I'll be surprised if Temple doesn't roll.
2: This is an interesting question. I know you're not a college guy, step, but I think this is something we could actually do a pretty good job with. Will Texas ever have full reign over recruiting in the state ever again, kind of like it was during the DKR years, or is it just too far gone, especially with A and M now in the SEC? I think it's probably too far gone. Short think, answer: No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the game's changed. I mean, yeah, it's I think different that's time. It's a different era. Yeah. I mean, even yeah.
0: even when when uh, like the U, all the mm-hmm. Florida schools were were you know when Miami, Florida, and Florida State were all really good at the same time. I mean. Other schools are still coming into Florida and getting kids right. too. So, yeah. I mean, it's I the think same thing here.
1: It's, it has – and to me, I mean, coming up as someone a little younger than you guys, I grew up with everybody – you could watch anybody on TV. Yep. Like, yeah. it wasn't just, you know, you're in Texas, you got Texas, you got A&M, you got Baylor. You can watch Ohio State. Yeah. You all. can watch LSU. There's so many uh, high school kids now who love LSU as mm-hmm. more than Texas, as much as Texas. National football – does Nash, uh, college football across the nation? There's no more region locked broadcasts. Any, right. everybody has ESPN. Everybody has NBC, so you can watch Notre Dame. Like there's so it's not, no, it's not exclusive anymore. So right. never will know, be. You, you mm. don't see you know, high school kids universally loving Texas anymore. Yeah.
2: And John John that was what I'm trying to say is do high school coaches respect Texas anymore? Absolutely. They that's do. that's yeah, not an issue do. at right. all. It's no. just that the way that recruiting happens now is completely yeah. different and and these edges that each team is trying to get, is it's all incremental. Sure. And, and you know, 40 years ago, Texas had the nicest facilities, and it wasn't close because yeah. they were Texas. That's not the case They're anymore. They're all comparable now. They're all comparable in their own different ways, absolutely. And, so, and a
0: lot of these kids, for, from the Longhorns' perspective, they've grown up, and all they know is Texas being average. Yeah, yeah. not I mean, being good. Vince yeah. Young yeah. isn't, you know, I mean, that's, yeah. he's, he's old now, you right. know, so they don't, they, don't, they don't know anything other than Texas
2: being pretty yeah. average. Uh, our man Bob McSpadden. Texas Bob the stadium stadium wizard his question to you guys is who has the best press box in a high school stadium not the star you can't say the star <laughs> uh
0: and it's, and it's not and Star. Isn't it's kind best. of
2: a complicated question though, because if we're just saying nicest, like it's the newest, biggest one is probably the answer. But right. like nicest as far as like the atmosphere, the environment, and the facility, I don't know mm, what the question. Yeah. I'll you tell know. you,
0: my favorite press box is is not a high school. It's Alamodome. I like the open air press box. I it, love is it is here. different. Yeah, I like that. If high school. I mean, they're all they're they're nice in their own way. I mean. And also, well, also like what it
1: it kind of relates, it kind of uh, blends into best stadium too. Yeah, I, it I does feel a little like, bit. Yeah, because I was thinking of press boxes, and I'm like, well, that's also just a nice stadium in mm-hmm. general. So Lowry
0: Field in Lubbock, I think, is probably right up there among mm. my, one of my favorites. As uh, far as just overall niceness and sure. just the, the amenities and everything else, Lowry Field in Lubbock's pretty hard to beat as far as just press box goes.
1: Sure, sure. I mean, you, you get to any of these new stadiums, they're, yeah. they're all going to fix up their right. press box. Pretty they're all nice. nice so. right. yeah. I mean, staying in San Antonio, I'll say the Alamo. I'll say Alamo Stadium.
0: Uh, yeah, just man, cause. they did such a good job keeping renovating Alamo Stadium, but keeping the history and the right. feel of that place. Right, man. San Antonio ISD. Their kudos. press box is really. good. I was there for Westlake, uh,
1: Smithson Valley last year, and it was really good.
0: I'll tell you, um, I'm excited to see Legacy Stadium this year. I, I got to go huh. down to Katy in Week Ten, I think. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see that. I've heard really good things about their stadium,
2: so. Sean Burnett, our uh, super Superfan. He he got this out of Tepper yesterday, and he's clearly coming to us wanting uh, reinforcements because Tepper picked Crosby.
0: I love you, Tepper, but uh, yeah. you, <laughs> are, you are out on a limb on your own on that one. I'm uh, taking Hoka Hay. Yeah,
2: uh, I think we all are. And then he, his other question was uh, Shadow Creek at Magnolia, and how far do you think Shadow Creek can go in their first year?
0: You know, that district's so tough. Yeah. Shadow Creek's in a tough district. I think Shadow Creek can – Maybe contend in year one, which is great. In year yeah. one, I, I think they can contend for that fourth spot in the playoffs. Um, I don't know how far they're going to go once they get in. They might be able to win a playoff game or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think probably three rounds is probably the ceiling for them. But I think they can definitely compete for a playoff spot and maybe if they can get you know, a good draw. As far as the game against Magnolia, uh, it's hard. I, don't know, I, mean, I just don't know enough about Shadow Creek. Yeah, we just haven't know.
2: learned enough yet. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I think we're going to learn more about them this week against a, a fairly decent Magnolia Bulldog squad.
2: Right. Uh, our man, Anthony Blaylock. What was the most surprising result last night? Uh, I well, don't know same. that I was super surprised by any of them. Maybe yeah. just the margins in a couple of those?
0: Yeah, like Ed Couch Elsa getting drilled. Yeah. Uh, Spring Westfield blowing out A. Leaf Taylor. I think that, that was, was, yeah. That was probably that the was, one that caught me off guard. The Colleen yeah. drilling uh, that was uh, uh, Cedar Park Vista Ridge. That was yeah. kind of one. yeah. See, Vista Ridge is really adjusting not so much to the 6A. Colleen winning. I thought the I, margin. I, I talked to the, the one of the Colleen writers and uh, DMs, and we were mm-hmm. talking about that game, and, and I, th- I think Colleen's got a shot to win the game. I just didn't think they'd beat him that right. bad. Vista so. Ridge is
1: really adjusting to success Pretty tough.
0: Yeah, so. I don't think there's anything that really just was like, wow, that's a can't believe that team won that game. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I just think there was a couple of blowouts that I didn't expect to be blowouts.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, Step, here we go. Here's a deep cut. Uh-oh. This, oh. is a, this is a Tepper special that he he usually fields. Jesse West wants to know, what are your thoughts on Grapland versus Cayuga?
0: Ooh. I, I think Grapland's going to spank Cayuga. Do you? Yeah, I like Grapland a lot. Yeah. I, think, I think the Sandys are going to be a really good ball. They have a chance. They're they're quietly, that you know, they're getting overshadowed by a lot of the other teams and mm-hmm. In two A Division two, you know they got to deal with Mart. I think who's in their own region. Yeah. But I think Grapevine's Grapevine's super athletic. Yeah, I mean, just they don't have a lot of kids. That their numbers are low, but the kids they have are really, really athletic and really talented. I think Grapevine rolls.
2: All right, Jacob John asks, who you got? Steeler Reagan. We were just debating this, yeah. uh, Ish and I, before before you got in here, Steph, about whether it's time to start worrying about Steele if they lose to Reagan. Because this pre-district slate just isn't quite as tough as last year's when they, they really struggled and we went, yeah. well, but they played the best teams in the state. Or, you know, if Reagan wins, are we starting to get more excited about San Antonio? This is where it gets confusing early in yeah, the year.
0: I think, yeah, I think I, if Reagan wins, I'm more worried about Steele than I am uh, hot super high. I think Reagan's a good team. and yeah. they're, they're kind of... And so do, I do the 6A rankings, and doing the 6A rankings, you get past about six, 15. Sure. For, from 15 to about 45, mm-hmm. the margin is really, really small. There's not a lot of difference between the 15th-ranked team and the 25th team, or the 25th team and the 40th team. Right. Especially in 6A. Especially in season two. Yeah. yeah just... There's not much difference there. So Reagan's in there. Steeles, probably, if I had to rank him, I'd say Steels in that 25 to 30 range. Mm-hmm. So. But if Steele loses, I'm going to start to be concerned. Now they're 0-2. And like Max said, they're not playing the best teams in the state. They're playing the best teams in San Antonio, which is fine, yeah. but it's just a little different. Not so. to
1: mention their district got tougher. I mean, you threw San Marcos in there, yeah. you know, all of a Jetson sudden. It, it didn't change outside of that, but yeah. you just added a playoff team from last year. Um, I'm still – I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree that I'd probably be more worried about Steele than uh, hyped about Reagan. But I feel like we were, we felt the same last year. After coming off the Lake Travis loss, they lost to O'Connor. We're like – What's wrong with yeah, what's wrong with Steele? And then O'Connor ended up having a great year. Yep. Um, who knows? I, I'm under the I'm still under the belief that Steele is one of those programs where until I look at the schedule and they're eliminated uh, at the playoffs and they're eliminated in by district or miss the playoffs, I'm I'm inclined
0: to believe they'll get yeah. it together. They got, they got the track record for right. sure. So this is I, I'm, I think if I had to pick that game, I'd take Steel this right, right, But even though right. Reagan maybe ranked higher, I'd probably take Steele to win the yeah, game.
2: Yeah, I probably would too. Interesting question here from our man Daniel Agnew. Will Katie and Atascasita be a low scoring game?
0: Uh probably. I would say so. Atascasita won, I think, sixteen to nothing last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh Katie Katie went went you lost thirty five twenty one. I don't think Atascasita is gonna put up thirty five points on Katie, so yeah, I'd say and if if it gets to be a shootout, that's that favors Taskacita a little bit more, I would think, just because of their style of play. Right. So I think Katie's going to want to try to keep that thing under under twenty eight points, probably. Yeah. So yeah, I would I would say if I had to guess, a low scoring game.
2: Nice, Colby Wallach with the question of the week because it's the game that I wish I was at this week. All right. Who you got, Goliath or Refurio?
0: Oh. Mm. You got one on that one ish.
1: I'll let you think about All
0: it. All right. Or go for it. First. All right.
2: <sighs> Love this matchup.
0: And I. I I picked this game and I I, am, I have a hard time remembering because it's so close. I don't right know. Let me look who I picked. It, this game is previewed in our in our preview, by the way. So I went with Refugio in a close one, just mm-hmm. not because of anything against Goliad. Uh, I just trust Refugio's got a little bit more of a track record, and I, and right. I kept going back to a couple of years ago when Refugio played Navarro, and that year Navarro went fourteen and one, lost to West Orange in this. 4A semifinals. Refurio is a 2A school. Mm-hmm. Refurio lost 14-6 to 6 yeah. in that game. They're playing an elite 3A Division one team in Goliad, but refurio has got the athletes to match up. So it's a close one. This is an old rivalry. Their towns are like 30 minutes apart. I went with Refurio wouldn't surprise me if goalie had one and i wouldn't i don't think i'm going to think differently of either team no. unless mm-hmm. it's a blowout yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, their uh, referees adjusting their offense again this year right yeah they're running the whatever the flex cat is that's yeah. what they're running now <laughs> so i need to ask I mean, coach I mean, cox about gr- that granted jason Herring's shown no issues with adjusting his offense from no. you year, year, but it's early yeah it's still right. early it's a good could, point could, who could, who yeah, yeah. referees defense last week Ti-
0: they held Tidehaven haven to 103 yards of offense in their win last week so uh they're gonna be tested this week because Goliad's We saw them at seven on seven. They yeah. got some. Yeah, playmakers. exactly. No, they looked it's like, really good. To be a fun matchup, and so. I'm leaning towards Refrio in a close one.
1: Yeah, I probably will too. Um, but like you said, Goliad's right there. Yeah. Um, wouldn't be surprised.
0: You got to pick match?
2: I'm leaning Goliad. Ooh, I, I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm leaning. This might be the breakthrough game where we start to they start to believe that uh, they belong at AT and T. Goliad
0: yes. fans, I'll be down there next Friday for your game against George West. Very so.
2: eager to get your uh, scouting report on yes. them. All right, we got five minutes left. We're gonna get step out of here at twelve forty-five, y'all. Go back to my real job. Sorry, so guys. lightning <laughs> round, quick as you can. Timpson versus Alto. Give me Alto. Okay. Alto. Hutto versus Liberty Hill. This one's a little trickier. Yep,
0: Ooh. it's in the preview, but I'll, I'll take Hutto. I'm taking Hutto too. This is their year. Oh wow! Yeah, oh okay. hey! Oh hey! <laughs> Max ma- the brakes. I'm
1: making the trip. <sighs> I'm making the trip down to Cedar Park to see their game in October. Uh, Hutto right. and Cedar Park, but I'm saying this is if, if the Hutto, if Hutto is going to make a move, this is their year. Yeah,
2: I agree. If, it, if it's going to be their year, it's this year. Mark Keller with a great question here: Is Class Two A D One the toughest region in Texas football? Top three ranked teams in Texas. I will start by countering that I think you could pick either Four A D One Region One or Four A D One Region Two as. Uh, pretty salty in their own right
0: yeah I, I mean 2a division one region four is probably the most top heavy for sure i yeah. think once you get past those three the drop is pretty quick for sure uh 5a division one region two
2: is pretty loaded yeah
0: it's deep much deeper as well
2: all right tascosa versus the Sandies. that's hell week in amarillo well, yeah uh, will tascosa robbery. make the hat trick
0: <laughs> yes i think tascosa beats them test Tasc- don't get too worried about tascosa's Thirteen seven win over Abilene. Tascosa did not have a scrimmage this year, so really the Abilene game was almost like their scrimmage. I think the Rebels get the running game going and they'll, they'll roll past uh, their arch rival Amarillo
2: High. Ah, nice, uh, Paul Roberts, our man whose football opinions yes. we can trust. What is your prediction for the biggest upset tonight?
0: Oh, that's a good one.
2: There we go. We're just we're cutting right down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, uh,
0: if, I'm, if I have anyone on upset watch. I'll, all right, I'll go out on a limb here. I think Allen's on upset watch tonight. Ooh. Ooh. I think that team from Utah. I've seen some At stuff on Matt them. Step on Twitter, no, I'm yeah. Uh, Allen Twitter of <laughs> you all over. Worried already. about a team from Utah. Yeah, huh? they're really physical. They're they're a big physical team. I, I yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm with Max on this He's I, making a face, right now. so I, I I'll I'll put that one. That's, that's just me shooting from the hip here.
2: That's ridiculous. Tell me, I think I think <laughs> some team from Utah is going to be <laughs> the number one. I didn't say they're going to beat
0: them. I'm just saying that I'm. You watching heard it here. This first is upset watch. That's what you're upset. Watches? Well, no, I'm picking Allen to win the game, but if man, I, had, I'm I mean, keep an eye on that game. I think that you team from Utah is better than people are giving them credit. We talked
1: for about it earlier, Reagan over Steele, upset watch,
0: but that's not a yeah. bad pick. That's no, not a not bad, bad pick.
2: Either. I don't think either of those are very sexy. I, I'm, I'm immediately disappointed in both of you. <laughs> Buffalo versus Westwood, man, uh, Buffalo's gonna roll. Yeah. sorry, <laughs> Westwood's got a long.
0: <laughs> Palestine Westwood has a long way to go. Buffalo,
2: yeah. big. Uh, and then Christopher Vinicius, Donna North versus Mission.
0: Uh, I like Coach Mari Chalar at Donna North. I think he's gonna if if he get he needs time though. That that's going up to six A after struggling as bad as they have in his first year. Uh, Mission got a huge win over their 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 rival in the Battle of Conway, beating Mission Veterans who uh, we have their shirt behind Max. Thank you, Coach Gilpin, for that on the swag shrine. Uh,
2: Patriot football, yes, baby.
0: Coy Detmer, the head coach at Mission. I think the uh, Eagles fly high and win that one pretty. B- I- Pretty handily. I, I think they'll they'll win comfortably nice. over Donna
2: North. Samuel DeLeon, our intrepid photographer down in the Houston area, asked TCU or SMU, well, I know where you're leaning here, Steph. Yeah,
0: got to go with the Frogs. Got to go with the Frogs. I, I mean, oh, yeah. and as bad as SMU looked last uh, week. Yeah,
1: that was not fun. Yeah. I don't think they'll look that bad. Yeah, it's but, a rival.
0: They, they always play well against TCU. Right, but, yeah. It, yeah. No, and it is too. not the real Friday Night Lights, all those commercials on the ticket with the mayors of Dallas and Fort Worth. Yeah. No. It's not the real Friday night. Two College teams shouldn't play again. on
2: Friday. Two questions left. Georgetown or Waco High? Uh, Georgetown. Okay. And finally, our man Ruben Rios asks, what was the first state title game you all attended? Mine was Reggie McNeil's Lufkin versus Westlake in 0-2 at the Alamo Dome, or Astrodome. Excuse me.
0: Uh, the first one that I ever attended was uh, actually in two thousand one, Everman and Sinton. Oh,
2: huh. mine mm. was actually last year because yeah. I
0: never, uh, never never had to cover ever, a team. Never, yeah. Never, yeah.
1: never had to cover a team. My man, first, never, growing up, I never we never could make the trip anywhere. Yeah,
0: so. my, my first neutral, like because I, I was had graduated from Everman, so I was a little biased. My first neutral <laughs> one was uh, when Cuero Quero played Abilene Wiley mm. at Floyd Casey. Case Keenum's soft, sophomore or junior year, and. Uh, Adeline Wiley kicked a field goal to win the game 17-14 late. There
2: you go. Uh, Lake Travis versus Longview in 2008, the Garrett Gilbert extravaganza. <laughs> poor yes. poor Longview fans. Half their team got injured. Injured. It was, uh, it was a sad day for Longview. And since we've got 30-ish seconds left, Todd Gleeden comes in at the buzzer. He opens the show with the John Tyler question, and he closes it out. Clifton versus Crawford. Who you got? Crawford. Crawford. Well, that was easy. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for us. Uh, yes. Thank
0: you for watching on yeah. Texas. Uh, hope, you, hope I did you proud, Tepper.
2: Yeah, who cares what Tepper thinks? <laughs> okay. It's fine. Uh, thank you all for coming in and visiting with us. Uh, thank you to Ish. Thank you to Step, who now has to go back to his real job. Uh, Step, do you want to do the honors? Uh, There's a trophy in front oh of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: sorry. <laughs> Vince Young, come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday. We love you. On
2: Texas Football Today.